great things are in store for you as you tune into BU to the Full Radio Show with Janice McMillian. Did you know that what you project to the world is based on subconscious cues, good or bad? Everything you need to restructure your mind so that you can become you to the full starts here. You'll hear powerful, life-changing, mind-renewing messages that will awaken you to be, do, and have what's divinely yours so that you can be the person you see in your heart. Welcome to my show, Be You to the Full. I'm Janet McMillan, your host. If you're listening to me for the first time, I want to say thank you and stay connected with this powerful platform. Why? Because what I do encourages people to be mentally masterful in life so that they can be you to the full. Proverbs 23, 7 says, as a man thinketh, so is he or she. And I believe being you to the full is 100% based on a mind reset. And where do I base that on? Well, I've observed that we think on autopilot with old thoughts, old ideas, and other people's opinions and suggestions. And old patterns and thoughts need to be eliminated in order for us to become more aware of where we are in life, be truly where we are in life. And that's the premise behind what I do would be you to the full. So thank you for tuning in. Now, I started a broadcast. Uh, it was part one of Words Become Flesh. And it was a powerful message that I didn't get an opportunity to finish. And in part one, I introduced 10 powerful keys that will help you to make the adjustment in your thinking and believing so that your words can become flesh in a more positive way. And in part one, I covered the following topics. Number one was believe in your divine nature and oneness with God. Number two was creation is finished. Are you manifesting versus creating? Number three, have a desire and know what you want. And number four was cultivate your imagination. So today I want to pick it up at number five. But before I do, I want to ask you this question. What words have you spoken in the past or even recently that have become flesh in your life? I want you to really think about that question. So we're going to start with number five of part two, words become flesh. So number five is whatever you desire, feel that it's already fulfilled. So many of us know the scripture, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And the part that I want to concentrate on is the evidence of things not seen. Now, this tells me that whatever you have faith for, it already exists in the invisible. At least that's my idea of what is written in this powerful scripture that so many of us hold in our hearts. So when I think about how things exist in the invisible or the unseen world, we can lock onto what we desire by belief and by faith. 
And I'd like to take it a step further. We can also not only believe that it exists, but we should envision that it's already done. And I believe in the last uh, uh, part, part one, I talked about cultivating your imagination. You know, because where there is no vision, the people perish. So you want to be able to envision what you want. You want to be able to put yourself in a place where it's already done. But this requires absolute confidence in knowing who you are. So I ask the question, who are you? Well, you are a creator. And even Jesus told you who you were when he said, greater work shall you do. He did greater work, but he prophesied that you're going to do even greater work. So you're a person who does great things. And then he went on to say, um, what things you desire when you pray, believe that you have received them and you shall have them. So what are three things? Desire, pray, believe, receive, have, right? (laughs) You possess that faith confidence because all that you desire is already yours. He would not have said it if it wasn't. So before you ask, it's given. Your desire is a gift from God. It's not something that you have to conjure up. It's not something that you have to struggle with. If you have a desire, and it's a good desire, because, you know, bad desires work in the same way. You can get the result of a bad desire just as, just as you can get the results of a good desire. So when you know this, you can really tap into a different mindset, you know, because he's already said, desire, pray, believe, receive, have. You know, and when you know who you are, you know, you can, you can kind of laugh at what some people call reality or facts because you see and know differently You know, you're not pulled into the world's, you know, chaotic mind. You know, you're not pulled in by what's going on through the news because you see on a very higher level. And to do that, you must understand, first of all, that the news is designed to keep you programmed in a state of fear. They are fear mongers. (laughs) So when you turn on the news, the first five minutes, what is it designed to do? They want to tell you about all the chaos that's happening. They want to tell you about how uh, this region is being devastated by COVID. They want to tell you about the murders that happened last night. They want to tell you about how the president is taking away your rights. They want to just load you down and it with so much fear that you can actually feel it, you know. But when you know who you are, you will constantly have one word in your mouth. Thank you, Father. Because you know all things are working for your good, you know, and you know that it's already done, and you know that it's finished, all of it. Even if the desires you don't know you want yet are finished, you know, because what did Jesus say? It is finished. It is finished. (laughs) So when you know who you are, you rejoice every moment knowing everything is working for your good, right? And I confess this every day. Things are always working out for me. 
Things are always working for my good. And I say this because everything is always conspiring in my favor. Everything. I'm calling those things that be not as though they are. So everything is always working for me. Everything is always working for my good. And when you know this, you can align your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions knowing that it's done. And that's what belief and faith is. And when we are in that lane of believing, do we wait on the evidence before we believe? No. We are to align all that is within us that affirms that it's already done. So when I think about putting myself into that mindset or place of it's already done, that means I have to adjust my feelings too. You know, they are an important aspect of the believing faith process. You know, so often we are believing for something, but we continue to pray or affirm the problem over and over and over again. We keep praying the problem over and over and over again as if that's going to make things happen, as if it's going to, you know, we are alerting God, you know, in case you didn't hear me before, um, you know my situation. Well, I it's gotten bigger. You know, we, we just confess it over and over and over again. And you know what? Every time we confess it over and over again, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And it happens like that because we have not taken under authority how we feel. You know, we are tossed um, all over the place with our feelings, our feelings. And that was one of the things when, um, you know, when we encountered this COVID crisis, I had to take hold of my feelings and my thoughts and my emotions because I felt that, okay, if I don't do it, somebody else is going to do it. Somebody else is going to train my mind to think every single day. They're going to implant in my thoughts and my mind what I'm supposed to think, you know. And so I'm going to be consciously thinking, oh, woe unto me as it relates to this COVID crisis. That's why you have to be, you have to be in the driver's seat as it relates to what you think, feel, and, and what you emit through your emotions. So what do I say that you should do? First, you should align yourself with the thought of what you want to do by accepting that it's already done. And how is that done? By feeling how you would feel if your desire was already in place. I would say to you, capture the feeling of already being the person you desire to be and already having what you desire to have. You know, you don't attract what you want, but what you are, what you feel you are. Therefore, by feeling that you are what you want to be, before you physically see it, you become what you want in your mind or your consciousness. And as a result, it then becomes inevitable that you will get it because you are a match for it. And when I think about all that I have acquired in life, it was because of how I positioned my mind and my feelings, you know? Number six, listen to or learn to master your reactions, your thoughts, and your feelings. So your thoughts, your feelings, your reactions to life are all creative. And they flow from a state of consciousness of what we believe um, ourselves to be or do or possess. So, in other words, you will always react from what you are. 
And it's essential to learn how to be aware of your thoughts, your reactions, and your feelings, you know, because being aware of them is the first step to mastering them. Because if you are aware of them, you can change them. And I can speak from perspective. You know, I have always been a person who is controlled by her thoughts, her reactions, and feelings, but sometimes in a, in a negative way, okay? And as I think back over my life, especially my younger life, I held so many strong thoughts and feelings due to family drama and hurt, and I felt rejected and not appreciated in my family. And those thoughts and feelings lingered throughout my adult life, even to the extent that I felt at times God was delaying my life. But I now see how detrimental negative thoughts and feelings create and impact my life. And that's why I live in a space now where, you know, I I don't sit in that negativity. I don't sit in that worry. I don't sit in that fear anymore. I don't sit in that rejection. Because I know that when I do that, it's creative for me. So I ask myself, does this kind of thought or feeling belong to the person that I want to be? You know, I then check what arises within me, and if it is not positive and life-giving, I do my best to let it go or I replace it immediately. You know, a week ago, my fiancé's brother had a, a serious accident on the job, and he, his finger, tip of his finger got sliced. And my fiancé wanted to show me the picture, but I didn't want to see the picture because I didn't want that thought in my mind. And just even the fact that he told me about it put an image in my mind. So I, I've been continuously having to wash it and wash it and wash it, wash that thought out. So that's why it's so important to master and be in control of what comes in. So here's a lesson. Do not allow negative thoughts, feelings, and ideas, and anything contrary to your desire to linger and grow in your mind and in your life. You know, your thoughts, feelings, and reactions to life are indicative of what you will experience as your reality. And as a result, you can almost prophesy from your thoughts, feelings, and reactions what will actually manifest. Therefore, make it a habit every single day to live from your desired state or where you want to be and to constantly affirm only what is good and aligned to your desires and the kind of person that you want to be. As you consistently feel yourself to be what you desire, you will begin to think, feel, and react as that person would. That's when you know you have, you have truly transformed into someone else. For example, if you desire to have wealth, feel yourself to be wealthy. Continue assuming that feeling until it becomes your habitual dwelling place. And I can guarantee you wealth will be assured. Your new state of consciousness will attract after its kind. Remember, the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so shall he or she be. Number seven, have a living faith, let go of doubt and fear. And if you've just tuned in, this is Janice McMillan with Be You to the Full. And today I am continuing 
uh, my series on Words Become Flesh, and this is part two. And I didn't get an opportunity to finish before, but I'm now at number seven. And before I go forward, we're going to take a quick break, but then we'll be back with Be You to the Full. Be You to the Full will return right after these messages. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. If you just tuned in, this is Be You to the Full with Janice McMillan. And today I'm talking about where to come flesh. And before the break, I started with number seven, which is have a living faith. Let go of doubt and fear. Hebrews 11.6 says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. And as I stated before, without faith, you cannot have anything you desire. Faith and belief is the door to everything. It's the master key that opens every single door. It is the entranceway to the great within, within you, because you know that the kingdom of God is in you. So faith is simply to know and have confidence that you are and have everything you could ever desire or want. Because there's absolutely no reason to be doubtful because what you desire is not a fantasy, it's real. And as I mentioned, it already exists. I like to call it childlike faith or childlike trust. Therefore, don't allow fear hatefulness, worry, facts, logic, and the appearance of things to shake you and cause you to think your desires are impossible because that's what all of that is designed to do. It's designed to keep you immobilized. You know, because if you hear that the, the economy is crashing or the stock market is crashing or there are no jobs out there, what does that do? It immobilizes you and it causes you to be stuck. And then, therefore, you're not going to emit love. You're not going to emit joy. You're not going to emit peace. You're not going to emit any of that. You're going to emit fear, worry, anxiety. You're going to emit all of that. Charles Hannell says in his book, The Master Key System, we are not to hate anything, not even the bad, because hatred is destructive. And we shall soon find that by entertaining destructive thoughts, we are sowing the wind and in turn shall reap the whirlwind. So I believe not only hatred, but if you also give power to dreadful facts, that you hear from off the news or fear and worries, then you will end up manifesting more of the same and pushing your desires further away. You won't even be able to grab hold of them because you're, you're so embedded with all that has, um, is occurring around you because you're taking in all of it through your senses. So believe and have faith in God. Believe and have faith in man. Believe and have faith in yourself. And believe and have faith in faith. Number eight, what do you see? Now, if I were to ask 10 people what do they see in life, I would get 10 different responses. And I can guarantee you almost half of them would be negative. Case in point, when I go onto social media, it appears that people feel that bad things are happening to them all the time. You know, the government, the government ain't right. My money ain't right. The husband ain't right. 
the neighbor's dog dug up my backyard, you know, on and on and on. There's so much negativity in people's lives. And I find that we are people who love to carry bad news as well, even if it isn't our bad news. And we will post on Facebook videos of people fighting in the street, arguing, you know, beating up their neighbors and doing all kinds of crazy stuff, doing really, really harmful and negative things. And I have to ask myself, is this what you want to be drawn to? You know, I, I, I choose to do the opposite. It is my desire to, you know, if I'm posting on Facebook, I want to be able to post things that are going to help people to see life from a different perspective. You know, and every day I want to see life as beautiful. You know, when I do my morning walks, I desire to see beauty. You know, just last week I saw squirrels playing, and that really made me gleeful, you know, because I just saw them jumping around and playing with each other. The black squirrel was hanging out with the gray squirrel, and two gray squirrels were chasing each other around a tree. They were just so happy, and that made me happy. You know, if I see flowers, that gives me joy because of their radiance. You know, if I see the big, broad trees that stand against the wind, the rain, the storm, that lets me know that I can be strong like that, too. So I want to be able to see um, beauty in the things that, that are before me. Because I believe that if we look for beauty, we will find it. If we look for reasons to be sad and miserable, we will find that, too. You know, we will always find what we look for or what we get attention to. It's just up to us where we choose to direct our attention and what we choose to behold. And if we can learn to live fully in the present moment, then we can access all the beauty there is because all we have is now. Bringing all our energies to this moment, we find we can access all the creative powers that are within us and direct them to feeling all the good that's possible because it is good. And as we focus on the good in each moment, we attract the good. We sow seeds which keep advancing into our future as more and more goodness. So don't slight the importance of living in, on the sunny side of life because it transforms your whole life into a bright light. And the opposite is true as well. But who wants the opposite? <laughs> no one. Number nine. The power of the now and surrender. You know, the Bible says now is the acceptable time. So I want to encourage you to be in the now. I want you to remember that all things happen in the N-O-W moment, the now moment. There is never any other moment than now. It does not serve any purpose to worry about the how and when of how things will work for you in the future. Because when you do that, do that, that only creates panic, fear, and anxiety, which creates blocks, delays, and impediments. So sow the seed of your desire in the fertile ground of your heart now, knowing that the kingdom of God is in you and it's working for your good now. Then leave it alone. Don't sit in a place where you're worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow. You know, don't worry about what's going to happen next year. 
just believe that it's working, it's working out for your good, working out for your good. You know, because if a farmer kept digging up his seed every day to check on whether it was growing, he would never get a harvest. He would be dis- disrupting the ground that that very seed is in. But as it is, the farmer knows the harvest is assured, and he waits in confidence. He's busying himself with other things, you know, because he knows. I, I know it's in the seed. I've seen it work over and over and over again. So when I plant it in the ground, I can be assured that what I plant in, it's going to manifest. It's going to manifest. It's going to manifest something. And if I don't water it, if I don't give it any, you know, if I, if I don't have the, um, if I'm not in an environment where there's good sunlight, I know it's going to, what's going to manifest, nothing. But if I put that seed in the ground and I'm, you know, and I'm believing, and I'm doing, uh, I, I'm watering it, it has the right sunlight, you know, that I don't have to worry about what my crop is going to look like next week or next month or next year. It's going to do what it do, right? <laughs> so, your desire has its appointed time, and it will be a now moment just as this one was, because where you sit right now was a now moment, and it manifested to where you sit right now. So surrender and let go and trust the creative process. Be present and let go of all resistance, limited thinking, and you will find yourself more at peace and ease in your life, because all things work for your good. All things are always working out for you. They just work out for you all the time. Whether you lock into it or not, all things work out for you. So you want to be able to align yourself with the thoughts, the feelings, the emotions, the reactions that that encourage that. So number 10, be grateful. Learn to cultivate a habitual attitude of gratefulness. You know, when I go walking, that's usually my time to just breathe in the air, see the beauty around me, thank God for just the ability to walk and talk and my legs, my feet, my eyes, my nose, you know. That's my time to just be in appreciation mode, and that's what I do. You know, sometimes I'll take my phone and plug in to um, affirmations about gratefulness, about um, you know, joy about things that will help to renew my mind. Because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that I don't need to be renewed in my um, belief every day that all things work for good. I, I have to consistently bring that in, bring that stimuli in, bring that stimuli in. Because of course, we live in a world where you know the stimuli that's out here is always negative. So I have to always bring in positive stimuli. So when I'm walking, that's what I'm doing. I mean, I'm in a grateful mode. I'm thanking God. I'm thinking, you know, I'm just grateful for the things that I see before me, you know. So gratitude is a, a powerful key. And gratitude is an expression of your confidence. You know, we would not give thanks if we weren't confident that we have all the things we have desired and asked for. Because gratitude provides peace, joy, and even more abundance. You know, gratitude draws the mind into closer touch with God from which all blessings flow. I hope you enjoyed part two of my broadcast, Words Become 
slash. Please visit my website at www.beyoutothefull.com and learn more about how you can be you to the full and grab my free ebook, Unafraid and Full of Passion. It's free. It has good information in it that will help you to renew your mind. And if you haven't started changing your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, your reactions, to see life from a grander perspective, let me help you. Each month, I host short self-examination sessions that are intended to help you change your thought frequency. We all need to change our thought frequency. So go to www.beyoutothefull.com slash classes for the calendar and sign up for a class today. You won't be sorry. Until next time, thank you for listening. I'm Janice McMillan, your self-discovery coach. And until, until our next broadcast, be the person who God says you can be. And that requires you to be you to the full. Thank you for tuning in to Be You to the Full. Join us again 